Hello friends today is sunday and we are back with part 5 of the attitude principle by richard scotch In this part 5 we'll talk about the principles revisited It's Vivek Kumar signing in again today and today is day 40 of chapter and chapter 20 of attitude principle by Richard Scotch and the topic of the chapter is the two dimensions of the principle Over the years I have been delighted to receive many hundreds of emails from readers of the first edition of this book equally important and in many ways even more stimulating have been many reviews posted on the amazon sites there are currently over 200 reviews on the amazon.com site alone these emails and reviews have led to fresh insights into the way the principle works particularly its relationship to its two dimensions of efficiency and life in enhancement some of these reviews are highly critical of the book and the principle and for me these are the most challenging and useful the two main critical questions that have been raised are does the 8020 principle really apply to our personal lives at all and isn't the 84% really essential essential too i shall come back to these later in the chapter the stories that inspired me most were not uh, where readers had used the 8020 principle to enjoy work more or make more money or both the most moving accounts were ones where the principal had focused readers on what was truly important in their lives my favorite story comes from a 50 year old canadian happily married with three wonderful kids daryl and i will call him needs to remain uh, remain anonymous but i have not changed anything apart from his name he had a successful career as an educator and is currently the ceo of a large school district Three years ago he was diagnosed and having a non-verbal learning disability NLD he told me it was a hard pill to swallow but i know my diagnosis is accurate when i spend minutes searching for my car in the parking lot or going through my desk looking for that piece of paper that is right in front of me and maybe even in my hand i realize just how true the diagnosis is Here I'm trying to find ways to support children with special needs which in a big part of my work and wouldn't you know it I have special needs myself I publish a lot advocating that teachers become leaders it was because when I was a principal there were so many things that the teachers could do much better than me I delegated to them the 80% of the tasks that I was I wasn't good at it ended up in them nominating me for a leadership award which i received in 1999 little did they know that my empowering them and cheer leading them while authenticating were also done out of necessity i realize how the 8020 principle has really been my reason for success i also want to use your 8020 philosophy in helping others with learning difficulties focus on the top 20% of what they do well in the not too distant further i hope to remove the will that prevents me from showing others the the personal the person that i truly am darrell has written a moving article called finding power in weakness which applies the 8020 principle in a novel way essentially he says that when our weakness are apparent to us we can rely on our strong suit more potently partially because we have to and partially because we realize the gap between our 
weakness and other people's strengths we appreciate how dependent we are on others people and in return we strive to help them with the signature strength that we happen to have denying our weakness or even reducing them even cuts us off from our strengths and from those of the people around us readers insight i would like to pass along a few of the best of our of most amusing reading insights into the principles first a comment from senel f o'neil in the us in the 1920s there was an accomplished writer named edmund wilson he championed markel prose to the americans his 20% was his writing and research here is how he dis- dispensed with the 80% of low priority stuff he used to answer uh, request with a postcard that read edmund wilson regrets that it is impossible for him to read manuscripts write articles or books to order do any kind of editorial work judge literary contest give interviews conduct educational courses delivery lectures gives talk gives talks and makes speeches take part in writers congress congresses answer questionnaires contribute or take part on symposiums or panels of any kind contribute manuscripts for sale donate copies of his book to libraries autograph books for strangers allow his name to be used on letterheads supply personal information about himself supply photographs of himself supply opinion on literature or a or other subjects michael cloud focused on his professional life i did an 8020 analysis of my income generating activities as a speech writer and fundraiser and found that in the previous year i had earned 89% of my income in 15% of my work uh, of my work time from 15% of my work i gave away or discarded the 85% of the work that generated only 11% of my income shared my work time by 70% doubled my time doing my high leverage projects and more than doubled my income then i wrote a high octane email urging friends and clients to buy and read the 8020 principle with my promise that if they didn't get extraordinary value from your book i would refund doubt double their $25 hardcore purchase price i sent my message to 107 people 38 of them bought and read the book all said they had profited from it a vice president of marketing bought a case of your books for his team michael offers four new insights I benefit from urging people to read, reflect on and apply the 8020 principle. Imagine the benefits from having 20% of my community, businesses, country and 20% of the individuals on earth thinking and living 8020. Wouldn't you like to live in a world of Da Vinci and Mozarts and Einsteins where everyone offered their highest and best? Some people succeeded by reinventing the wheels. Most fell by reinventing the flat tire. Perhaps you should pen a brief book on the topic on the toxics toxic 20% the 20% that are most costly and damaging good pocket players fold fold a lot as larry w phillips writes in gen and the art of poker play only the best 15 to 20% of your hand and throw in the rest good to great by jim calling has one chapter chapter 4 the hardberg concept that's a seeming application of the 8020 principle terry lee writes from hong kong to pick up the connections with 
chaos theory yes the universe is unbalanced otherwise perhaps there would have been no big bang i see elion m golrad's theories of constraints which focuses on improving or exploring bottlenecks as a special version of the 8020 principle the idea is to concentrate on the few causes and usually only one cause of the block uh, bottleneck that releases enormous power it strikes me that this theory of constraints like the principle applies both to our work and personal lives at work what is one constraint that if it was it were, it were removed would make us 5 10 or 20 times more as productive for you it is your boss your fear of failure your lack of qualification your inability to choose what you work on your lack of right collaboration or something else together what is what is the what is the constraint what stops you from enormous improvement improvement if you identify the constraint you can then work on a campaign to remove it in your private life what is the one thing that stops you making the best of your life and bringing happiness to the people you care about there may be one overriding constraint what is it does the 8020 principle really apply to our personal lives quite remarkably nobody has disputed that the 8020 principle works in business some readers indeed indeed gave examples of very difficult businesses that have benefited dr mark sook is po- uh, poster of a church in texas who has increased his congregation 300 times by using the principle he writes your book on 8020 thinking have transformed my life i am the pastor of community of faith in cypress texas following 8020 principle we have grown from five people meeting in my uh, living room to over 1500 in average attendance in two and a half year we call ourselves the 8020 church i bet you didn't know that you were a church growth guru since then however i have discovered that there's another much long larger akiba 20 church varonishka abe the church administrator for the largest mega church in chicago wrote to me that our church currently has 25000 members with a arena facility next to the united center where the chicago bulls plays and home to michael jordan i would like to grow our ministry from 25000 to 50000 using the 8020 methodology and some readers did value the application of pareto's concept to the whole of life starting starting with business but going well beyond it which was my biggest innovation in reinterpreting the principle kevin grady director of relocation for a farm of relators in san francisco told me i have applied the 8020 rule to pretty much every aspect of my life with amazing results i can confirm i'm getting up late in the morning and leaving work earlier in the afternoon and still making a very healthy six figure income i had applied facts facets of 8020 since i was a kid in in new in new zealand so when i read your book it was a great validation of the direction i was starting to head in i felt more confident in my laziness if that makes sense yes perfect sense kelvin kevin a reviewer from indonesia says 80 by 20 can be applied to work and life in the same in the same way because the basic concept is focus choice is important we only have to do the most important thing in life this is the most easy explanation of how we can achieve more by doing less a japanese reviewer says i read this book almost 2 years ago applied its theories to the four com- companies i was working for 
managed to cut my working hours by 25% and still maintain my original salary opened my own business in the meantime with all the extra time i have created i get to think of new ways to make my life more fun and easier on the bank balance a simple approach to calculating where you are wasting time money and effort and where and where to move the effort to create more time and money i am about to apply the formula of my japanese language studies exercise resume and anything else i can think of teach this 8020 to your children ads reader and you will increase the likelihood uh, they will move out when they are grown because they will be able to afford to nevertheless some reviewers question whether the principles would be applied to our private lives whilst i am sure that the author meant well writes on amazon reviewer in attempting to apply 8020 principle to non business areas more specifically to personal relationships it has no place within this book and should have been left well alone the reviewer was kind enough to say that there was a pearl hidden within the oyster of the book the business application of the principle that was well worth diving for but ignore the personal stuff a second reviewer says the book provides an astute astute evaluation of the economic and social relatives of business coach gives further though and tries to extrapolate the 8020 theory to success happiness and life in general while some of what he suggests makes sense his example seems to get progressively weaker as he moves from the world's world of business isn't the 80% essential to essential to the second the major criticism concerns whether it is realistic or even desirable to get rid of the 80% of the activity that yields few results here is the case against uh, courtesy of Chaoqing Corhelio probably my most eloquent critic whose comments have appeared on Amazon it is worth quoting quoting his review in full an excellent idea but 20% of the five star is taken out because the 8020 principle is also packed with other bs like lecturing you on how to use your life and other areas where the author has no authority he points he pointed out some of the voices of oppositions and beat them one after one however there is one very important one that he left out i am a hong kong chinese in our 5000 years culture yin and yang has come into play from the very beginning the author seems to ignore this for example he tells you to analyze your life and see which 20% of your life gives 80% of your happiness and concentrate on that 20% only i did just that years ago but i only go what was life is a balance between work and play you enjoyed that 20% of yang activity because you are re- uh, released from the 80% of in activity 80% of the testfulness testfulness of a hamburger hamburger is from 20% of it the mean the meat inside but if you drop the bread on the top and bottom its taste will become too strong it's it loses its flavor similarly perhaps your honeymoon or a graduation trip to europe was the most wonderful experience it if you redo that over and over by principle of marginal returns it will be boring 20 by 80 can be applied perfectly to work but to play not so i also wonder if the author will think 80% sex pleasures drives from 20% of the time between 
climax or probably we should drop the in for play altogether a similar concern was raised to me uh, to me by lord care formerly to a, a top uk cabinet minister he cited the case to the british ambassador to the us who told him you might think that much of my time is spent on tribal matters such as having endless dinners and spending time socially with american leaders but that time is not wasted when it comes to the church i know whose judgment can be realized relied on and who is really flaky this is invaluable in a crisis so the wasted time isn't wasted at all several people have taken me to task alone similar lines because they are rightly concerned that the pursuit of efficiency cutting out the low value majority of activity is self defeating in long run if we become obsessed with efficiency and only doing the important things we might cut out activities that are necessary for renewing ourselves our businesses and even our society what about parks demands one of my friends parks are parks are relic of federalism and might be part of 80% that you could cut out they have no right to exist if we cost out everything parks have no return on capital they would be invaluable as houses or retails developments but if you cut out the parks you'd you'd end up with a really unattractive city he might have cited johannesburg which has pleasant suburbs suburbs but almost no parks or open spaces and which not coincidentally is one of the most dangerous cities on the planet a related concern is that by cutting out the inefficient elements in our work and life we may become mindless and soulless favoring the short term economic solution and harming our long term heritage as andrew price writes in his forthcoming book the power of unessential by far the greatest uh, fish harvest came from coastal area, from the coastal areas these make up only a tiny fraction of the ocean total area the 8020 principle tells that coasts are uh, are where fishing action should be and fishing alone coasts is precisely what has happened but exploration exploitation has removed too much stock not only that these rich coastal waters coincide with major breeding grounds so hammering cod and fish stocks around coasts has affected reproduction leaving inefficient fish available for capture and reproduction in future for followers of the 8020 principle the message is clear our effort to target the disappoint disproportionately valuable 20% should be not just for use there should be some non use too otherwise it can easily disappear just as fisheries demonstrate there is another important message the best performing stock fisheries or financial this year or most valuable species in an ecosystem over the last decade is no guarantee for future success the truth is that the world and its resources do not remain constant for long criticism criticism of my application of the 8020 principle can be summarized under three main concerns the first concern is the concern cutting concern if 8020 is viewed as an efficiency device we may end up being very inefficient but not very effective cutting concerns is all very well but 
unless we go into something fully and deeply we aren't achieve anything worthwhile or enjoy it we may get 80% of our books messes by reading 20% of it but if the book is important enough to us we should want to read it all that all of it and even remain disappointed that we have finished the book getting 80% of the results through 20% of the effort can appear to represent a simplistic materialistic and not authentic way of approaching both work and life the sustainability concern if the 8020 principle leads to a huge focus on what works today isn't there a danger that it won't it won't work tomorrow this concern is equally applicable in the business and in our broader lives the balance concern as chao ching says the concern is that we can't focus just on the best part of our life because without the rest of the life the best would no longer be the best balance doesn't matter in business because the way the economy advances is through the battle of highly specialized and therefore unbalanced farms but balance may be essential for human happiness the two different dimensions of the principle what i have realized from your feedback is that there are really two quite distinct in some way even opposite dimensions of uses of the agility principle on the one hand there is the efficiency dimension this is where we want to achieve things in the fastest possible way with the least possible effort typically this domain involves things that are not usually significant to us except as a mean to an end for example if we look on our work as mainly a mean to earn money because we want to do other things with other people's outside of work and it is these little things that really matters to us then work falls squarely into the box marked efficiency we want to use the 8020 principle to get our work done as productively and quickly as possible and get on with our real life so the 20% approach is the way we should use the principle we focus on the most productive 20% perhaps doubling our time on those matters and as far as possible cut out everything that is not in the high efficiency 20% box in terms of illustration i gave in chapter 10 on time revolution we should perhaps spend two days on the high efficiency 20% and then devote the rest of the week to what we really care about simplicity simplistically we can expect to increase the value of our work to 160% of what it was before we get two lots of 80% and is derived from one day of work the 20% where possible we also reduce our working weeks to two days the efficiency dimension can also be applied to matters outside work that are not really important to us those that are coarse into this 20% box fall for example all the people who have to meet socially but don't really want to all the obligations we don't want but can't get rid of doing our taxes cleaning the garage garage doing the gardening if we don't enjoy it and can't slog it off onto someone who does and so forth the objective is to find 20% that is most important and that gives us 80% of the results and get it out of the way as rapidly and painlessly as we can on the other hand there is the life enhancing dimension of the 8020 principle what belongs into the box is anything that is truly important to our lives whether it is work 
our personal relationships what we wish to achieve the hobby that gives us immense pleasure or anything else that fulfills us and will give us con- consolation on our deathbed when we look back to our life to date and look forward to our life to come and enjoy our life as it is in the current moment anything that gives us a warm glow and make uh, makes a, us feel glad to be alive all of that falls into the life enhancing box what the great american industrialist cyclist abraham malasco labeled hygiene factors food shelter material needs are important when they are not met but relatively unimportant once they have been satisfied the hygiene factors in my terms fall into the efficiency box and requires a 20% solution the most productive solution with the least expenditure of life energy the 8020 principle is an essential part of the realizing and enhancing what we could call the poetry of life the two reasons first the principle can help us conform with uh, what is really important in our lives who are the few people what are the few things which really makes our life worthwhile unless we are really poor or sad these are not the instrumental aspects of life the means to an end like money acclaim important job or status of any kind these common and these come and they go they are outward forms they do not touch our hearts or soul they do not define who we are provided we have food and shelter what really matters is loving and being loved self expression personal achievements and relaxation the ability to think and create the chance to connect with nature nature and other people above all enhancing the lives of the friends and family we truly care about second the principle clears away space for these fantastic facets of life by doing the non essential things more briskly and economically with a little absorption of our life energy as we can contrive we capture time territory and tranquility for the essential parts of life instead of having what matters cramed into the margin and concerns of our life we can put what's essential where it belongs center stage at the heart of our being when it comes to the essential parts of life the 20% or less that defines our uniqueness and individual destiny we should devote our energy and our very soul to such matters without stinting on time money or other means to that end efficiency requires the 20% approach but what is life enhancing deserves are 200 2000 or 2 lakhs percent approach there is no limit to the amount of effort or time that is appropriate for what enhances or even defines our lives so to answer the three concerns corner cutting it's only within the efficiency segment of our lives that we should aim to cut corners and do things lazily and fast for anything like in life enhancing we take the longest deepest and highest possible route sustainability a sensible use of the principle requires a long term view and an awareness of potential unintended consequences if we assume that the current position with regard to effort and reward will not change for example 10% of customers may currently give us 80% of profits but maybe if a new competitor focuses on our uh, super profitable customers our profits won't last moreover hidden away with within the 90% of marginal or unprofitable customers may be a fast growth company that could if carefully cultivated 
end up being a new winning account in the fishing example too great a focus on the super abundant waters without building in some re- uh, res- restraints to allow the fish to reproduce lead to disaster in the broader areas of life too our focus on what enhances our life needs to be long term and intelligent skills and relationships requires investment we should be selective about what abilities and friends really matter what are uh, selective about what abilities and friends really matter and then take time and extraordinarily patience effort to build the foundation of a lifetime commitment no corner cutting here and equally no instant gratification it's a mistake to work for the sake of work or to amass riches by doing something we hate but it is wise to make a huge commitment to developing skills and relationships that make our lives different enjoyable and worthwhile balance should be uh, should we be balanced or unbalanced both we should be unbalanced on the efficiency stuff on everything that is not critical to our place in the world and in a way we should be unbalanced on the life enhancing matters too carefully targeting the few activities and relationships that have the greatest value and potential value for us but within the life enhancing domain we need a balance of work and leisure of self directed and shared projects of time for ourselves and time for others of enjoyment of current enthusiasm and investment to build the future we can find our yin and yang within the life enhancing sector where it otherwise where it otherwise we would never find people who enjoy their work and their paid play who are happy because where they are they love what they do and they do what they love figure 46 shows the two dimensions of the principle and the right approach for each once we have made the right decision for parts of our life that fall into each box we can draw the matrix in a way that reflects the relative proportion in figure 47 the efficiency elements have been sequenced up so that they only consume 20% of our time and energy the 20% of the life enhancing areas of life and freed up to take 80% of our life work can fall into either the efficient or the life enhancing category almost certainly you have some work that falls into each the trick is to do progressively less of the former and more of the latter until you reach the happy state where work really is more fun than fun life outside work too almost certainly falls into the both categories the answer is the same spend less and less time and vitality on the efficiency box and more and more on the life enhancing box it's worth asking yourself if you could spend your time and vigor a vigor on what counts most for you what would be the division of work and play and how would the two relate most people who are who have answered this question for me say they had spent roughly equal time on work and non work although although work is self defined and not necessarily paid work those who have embraced the principle find that the line between work and the non work becomes increasingly blurred in this sense the yin and yang of life are reestablished although there are two apparently opposite dimensions to the 8020 principle efficiency and the life life enhancement the dimensions are entirely complementary and interwoven the efficiency dimension allows a uh, room for the life enhancing dimensions the common thread is 
knowing what gives us the result we want and knowing what matters although always both for efficiency and life enhancement the answer is a small part of the two total although we progress through subtraction and focus equally however it equally however 8020 is a stirring philosophy if it is if it just leads to efficiency there is no point in becoming more efficient or wealthier unless there is some other goal in your mind the goal of our soul those who would put 8020 family back into the its traditional work box are missing the point let me give an example from my own life every day when i am living in london or in south spain i take an hour or two to cycle this is definitely a life changing activity enhancing activity for me it is wonderful exercise i travel through great scenery rich, uh, richmond park where, with its deer or mountains views in spain and i let my thoughts hang out as i ride and often come up with fresh ideas as a result but it is not effortless i recall that 10% of the route in rickmond park and 15% in spain is seriously uphill no doubt taking my heart rate up to the highest level on the route and constructing more than 80% of the exercise benefit i'm not a fantastical cyclist and i do not really like hills i'm glad when i can sail down the other side but i wouldn't choose a flat route instead the hills the in some way unpleasant add to the grandeur of the setting and provide me with in activity to leave the end of riding flat or downhill i can tell you from personal experience and testimony of hundreds of readers that it is possible to reverse the proportions of life from merely meaningless or stressful activity in to merely life enhancing thing of course we don't want to repeat the same honeymoon or the same holidays over and over we find fresh ways to relax not do most of us want to relax most of the time we want to exercise to deploy and develop our skills to think to test ourselves to help other people to explore relationships of all kinds we don't want to be obsessed with efficiency but we do want to dispose of the non life enhancing activities as easily and swiftly as possible take responsibility for progress put away your skepticism and your pessimism these vixps like their opposites are self fulfilling recover your faith in progress realize that the future is already here in those few signing examples in agri business in industry in services in education in artificial intelligence in medical science in physics and indeed all the sciences and even in social and political experiments where pre- previously unimaginable targets have been surpassed and new targets continue to fall like skittles remember the 8020 principle progress always comes from a small majority of people and organized resources who demonstrate that previously accepted ceilings of performance can become floors for everyone progress requests elites but elites who live for glory and service to society who are willing to place their gifts at the disposal of us all progress depends on information about exceptional achievements and the diffusion of successful experiments on breaking down the structure erected by the mass of vested interest on demanding that the standards enjoyed by a privileged minority should be available to all 
above all progress as george bernard saw told us require us to be unreasonable in our demands we must search out the 20% of everything that produces the 80% and use the facts we uncover to demand a multiplication of whatever it is that we value if our research must always exceed our grasps progress requires that we grasp whatever a minority has reached and in so that it is becomes the minimum minimum standard for all the greatest thing about the 8020 principle is that you do not need to wait for everyone else you can start to practice it in your professional and personal life you can take your own small fragments of greatest achievements happiness and services to others and make them a much larger part of your life you can multiply your highs and cut out most of your lows you can identify the mass of irrelevant and low value activities and begin to sell said this worthless scheme you can isolate the parts of your character work style lifestyle and relationship that measured against the time of or energy involved give you value many times than the daily grind and having isolated them you can with no little courage and determination multiply them you can become a better more useful and happier human being and you can help others to do the same so friends here we come to the end of this book attitude principle by richard coach and we'll be moving uh, from the next saturday uh, thursday to a new book so until then it's vivek kumar signing off for today thank you very much